to The Happy Half, a half-hour weekly podcast with me, Heather Conda, to share what has made me and others happy and to shout out some of the happier things in the news. What a week it's been. We have finally hit the famous May 17th, which we have been looking forward to for a very long time, and things definitely feel like they are now looking up. It is quite an adjustment though from the previous few months, but I really hope you have all been enjoying doing whatever you feel comfortable with, whether that be hugging friends and family or eating in a restaurant or maybe even going to the theatre or cinema. My timeline is suddenly awash with lots of people doing lots of lovely things. But whether you're having a good week or not, or whether you'll run off your feet, or if you're just easing back into everything gently... Hopefully, this episode will provide half an hour of enjoyment in the week. Today, I am really looking forward to speaking to Sophie Ross, co-founder of the Digi Creative and creator of the book Dear Audience, a theatrical coffee table photo book celebrating and showcasing the arts industry. Sophie is the queen of social media and branding, and she is soon to be announcing her own podcast all about careers and careers advice. She is such a warm and friendly person and I can't wait to talk to her about what has brought her joy over the past week. And there are some lovely stories from individuals too. Please do keep sending me your news on thehappyhalf at gmail.com so we can continue to celebrate each other and spread the word so people can continue to discover the podcast. But for now, go and get yourself a drink, maybe a snack, or you could take yourself on a walk and sit back, relax, and enjoy the next 30 minutes of happy news. Hello, Sophie. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. How are you doing today? I am very good. I'm very, very good. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. It's really lovely to see you. Have you had a good week? How's your week been? It's not been too bad, you know. As weeks go, it's been okay. It's been okay. Um, what has happened in the week? We've been doing some photo shoots. Um, oh, very nice. For a extended part of the audience that was going to be announced, I think, next week or maybe even this week. I'm not sure um, when we're planning on doing that. But some fun shoots. Um, what else has happened to me? I got my front of house job back. Amazing. I've worked front of house for the past maybe three and a half years. Um, always kept it going through any project that I've had. But now that life is like slowly getting back, um, I'm going back there, which is amazing for me. Very, very Oh, exciting. that's brilliant. Well, that's got to be in your top three things this week. Because top three. That's, that's employment. That's amazing. Exactly. Party. <laughs> we all need those side hustles. Trust me. Completely. The more the merrier, I think. Exactly. Um, so yeah that's an amazing thing we can have that as one of the top three because that definitely counts have you had anything else this week that's made you particularly smile big or small you know what it's not even it's something that makes me smile but it's not even something that I'm necessarily involved in but two of my really really close friends um started Les Mis rehearsals and it's crazy and like they've been in the show before ever but just the fact that like two worlds have collided of two friends I'm really close to uh, my birthday was a few weeks ago and I forced them to meet for the first time. Oh, <laughs> brilliant. Before we were in the show together. Um, but then I had a voice note from one of my friends saying how nice the other person was. And that just makes me happy knowing that my friends are working together, even though I'm yeah. not part of it. Um, yeah. Which is a bit crazy, but it definitely makes me smile knowing that they're, my worlds are just 
colliding exactly and I feel like everyone chooses friends that are likely to get on with their other friends because you would you wouldn't choose them as friends otherwise yeah before they (laughs) met I was like I've been bigging this up for a really long time I've been trying to get them to meet for probably about a year and I was like what happens if you just genuinely don't like each other after all this but it was fine is this is this Lucy Jones yes my girl Shan who um who's placed Eponine in the uh, in Lamers, um, yeah, met them two very different ways, um, but very, very good friends of mine. And I'm just so happy that they're together working in the show. It's her Epony and Fontine collision. That is so exciting. Exactly. <laughs> they get to do the bow together. I can't wait. I, can't I literally wait. am so excited for that casting. When I found out about it, I was like, this Thank is you. a dream. It's going to be amazing. I will be there as soon as I can. <laughs> same, same, same. Yeah, that's there. really lovely news. And then yeah. one other one other thing that's made you smile. Um. Well... Probably, I'm trying to think what I've even been doing. Probably the photo shoots, to be honest, because I always love doing the photo shoots, especially for the audience. Um, but especially when this time we've got some like different people, people that I haven't met. It's always amazing doing the shoots when you just never met the other people because like nine times out of 10, between me and my business partner, Danny, we've met the person prior. Yeah. Um, so with the whole project in general, it's allowed us to meet like a million more people that we probably would never cross paths with. Um, as you know from creators to people do wigs to everything that's in the industry um, but doing that shoot just kind of makes my heart happy because I'm like connecting with people just generally seeing faces um, but also meeting new people at the same time yeah so I feel like that's definitely been a good little thing for the week and especially because we haven't done anything with the audience really that kind of stuff since last year um, when we actually made the book so it's quite nice to be kind of delving into that world again and seeing people in person again and exactly. actually doing real things in a studio or wherever exactly. it is exactly exactly oh that's really exciting I can't wait to hear this news this is great yeah, well I've also had quite a good week I feel like it's a really exciting week and I feel like mm-hmm. for the first time in months I haven't dreaded turning on the news at night oh, I know. <laughs> and hearing everything Uh, but my week has been really nice and I think one of the things that I've loved the most this week is I went to the Giggling Squid have you been there it's a Thai restaurant it sounds good okay so it's Thai and I love Thai and basically we got a selection of things but uh for starter we had the salt and pepper squid which really lives up to its name Uh, absolutely stunning (laughs) um and we had some spring rolls and then for main there was a Massaman curry and pad Thai but it was fantastic because anyone who knows me will know I am terrible with spicy food I just can't hack it I'm so bland. <laughs> like, I get like a masala. That's kind of my level of spice. Like I moved yeah. up from a korma, but other than that, nothing. yeah. And literally, I will never forget one time. Me and a really good friend went to a restaurant when I was studying in Glasgow, and mm. I chose lots of things on the menu with just one chili because I thought. Ooh that will be safe I will not die but I was so wrong I should have just avoided chilies altogether because the whole meal I was sat there kind of breathing out heavily asking for more sour cream just all the sour cream I had a bottle of wine and I just couldn't taste the wine all evening because I know (laughs) so I'm very glad whenever I go somewhere and it's not so spicy that my mouth dies but it was really fragrant and lovely and honestly I've just missed restaurant food yeah so it's so much. nice being back in a restaurant like I've been out for a few like outdoor dining meals but I am so excited now for like being able to sit inside a restaurant because as much as I loved that moment it was cold and not really that enjoyable yeah now I'm like, bring me back in is there a restaurant you're particularly keen to get back inside um 
I mean, I don't really eat out that much. And I'm, I'm bad in the fact that like, probably when I'm out, I'll go to like the Wagamama's, the Cheney sort of restaurant. Yeah. So definitely I want to open my eyes up to more like, like little independent restaurants and like places that are in London because there's so many places to go to. Um, and I feel like they're going to need the help a lot more than the chains because obviously yeah. the chains have stayed open for like delivery and stuff in this time. Um, so nothing in particular, but I'm looking forward to just trying something new, maybe. Yeah, and supporting the small businesses, as you say, exactly because that. so many probably will have had to close. So if they are still going, we need to give them mm-hmm. all of the revenue and support we can. But Absolutely. yeah, that's really lovely. But I did love it. I really did. Yeah. And then the next thing that has really made me smile recently is well I'm a singer and I've always loved singing but I've just moved back from my old London flat mm-hmm. and I have rediscovered my love of just singing all the time around the house because I, mean, I do that and I'm not a singer so yeah I feel yeah <laughs> I mean I when I was in London I felt very self-conscious because I was in a flat share with people who I didn't know that well they were really mm-hmm. lovely but they're working from home and obviously you don't want to be distracted by all these strange noises and singing all the time and also it was a a flat whereby there were lots of flats all around on either side above and below so I have some very strange warm-ups and very strange noises (laughs) and I was just a bit self-conscious but now I'm telling you Sophie do you want all the time any time of day in the shower I'm belting or I'm just doing my weird exercises in the kitchen and it just releases all the endorphins all the time. Absolutely. Yeah, you live your best life and absolutely do that. I do, and I absolutely <laughs> love it. So I'm just singing 24-7 and I think it is still annoying people, but I don't care so much. You're so, like, oh, fine. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I always say, this is so funny, when I say this, people laugh, I'm always like, I feel like I was born to be a singer, but I just don't have the talent to be a singer. No, I disagree. Singer, I feel like I was born to do it. But, you know, people don't want to hear that, but I'll still sing. (laughs) No, do not doubt yourself. I believe firmly that everyone has the talent to sing. So not everyone necessarily has the talent to dance, in my opinion, because that's just a whole new kettle of fish. Mm -hmm. But with singing, if you can make a sound... So long as you're not completely tone deaf. One of my ex-boyfriends is tone deaf, and that's not the reason we broke up, but it could have been a contributing (laughs) factor. Just a little bit. But yeah, so that's been really lovely. And then lastly, one thing I've discovered over the past year, but I've been loving particularly recently, is I have discovered I'm a morning person, which I never thought I was. Wow. I know, which isn't great for theatre, let's be honest. But I have been loving getting up a little bit earlier. So I have a really leisurely morning. Mm-hmm. So I don't start the day in a rushed way and I love porridge, right? So okay. that takes time. So it, takes time. it does. So I have a leisurely porridge. I read the news. <laughs> I check Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. And I have a nice chat and then I get on with my day. But it's so nice because I don't feel like I'm rushing and stressed, which I know is yeah. the opposite of most people. Most people will crawl out of bed at the latest possible moment. Okay. <laughs> yeah, is that you? <laughs> I would love to be that morning person, but I, I, I don't know why I do it to myself. I just go to bed so late every night. Yeah. Um, I've recently started, so Grey's Anatomy is my one true love. And I've recently started watching it again from the beginning. I don't know why. There's like 17 seasons, but I'm like watching episode after episode. And at nighttime, I'm like, lovely. And I just, you know how Netflix yeah. and stuff just like pushes you on to the next episode. Yeah. 17 seasons. 17, and it's still going strong, you know. It's that is a commitment. Up. Probably not going to watch that yet because I don't feel like, I like to commit and I feel that could be quite a commit. lot of time yeah. that I have to commit to. <laughs> it is. 
<laughs> but I'm thrilled for you. That's great Thank that you. you're enjoying it. it. But there we go. There were some lovely things in there and uh, exciting things. Society is coming back. I it's know. so exciting. Finally. Just Finally. Like all of the announcements just these past few days of like, this show is opening on this day and just mm. everything like that. It's just crazy. I know. Okay. And everyone's diaries are becoming more and more busy and I think exactly. back to what I was doing though pre-COVID before all of this yeah. happened and I think gosh I don't know how I fit everything into a day because I, I was so busy and now I have one or two things on or I go out once or twice and I'm like wow what a yeah. busy week <laughs> and then you feel so tired I go yeah. out one time to socialize and I'm like absolutely just like knocked out for about three days yeah I was speaking to someone and they were like I think I've forgotten how to small talk I don't yeah. know how to interact with people anymore <laughs> exactly and also like well, a bit different now because there's more to talk about but before like in the like height of the pandemic you'd be like oh what you've been up to oh yeah watching Netflix you like there'd be nothing to yeah. talk about we wouldn't It'd be have like what did you have for dinner yeah you know what did you get for your food order exactly it's been exactly. very but now we're going to have so much to say. So it's exciting, much. I know. <laughs> but let's move on because that's perfect because it leads nicely into stories from others. I have now set up a Gmail account because I thought I'll be professional. Um, so it's thehappyhalf at gmail.com. If anyone fancies sending me an email, I, it would make my day, my week. Um, and basically, if you have any good news or anything happy in your life that's made you smile, then send it my way and I can chat about it with a guest um, and everyone else can hear it too. <laughs> So the first story I want to mention is from someone called Lily, who has brilliant news in that she has just secured a new job as an employment advisor to help rehabilitate prisoners. So it that. sounds like such a rewarding and very important position. And she said that it involves matching prisoners to suitable jobs and liaising with employers in the community to train up prisoners to meet their business needs. And so That's beneficial great. and amazing and I'm so pleased for her because I think she'll really 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 enjoy it and it'll be really challenging but really really rewarding and also I think the job was extremely competitive any job at the moment the job market oh, is still so saturated so Very I'm much. thrilled for anyone you've just got your new job your old job yeah, or your new job back to my 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 roots and I think anyone getting any job whether it's an old job that they're going back to or getting a new job at the moment especially because it's so hard everyone's applying hard. for everything so competitive. yeah like, you know you go onto like things like LinkedIn and stuff and you see jobs and it's like a thousand people have already applied and you're just yeah. like this is crazy but because everyone is trying to you know kind of pick their lives back up and either find something new or you know, get into something that they used to do. And it's just, it's so competitive. But It is. And it takes so much energy and it's so draining oh. on your time. And you can just do so many applications yeah. and just hit absolutely nothing. So absolutely. to anyone listening who has had any success with jobs, you are amazing. And if you haven't yet, then it will happen yeah. because it does happen in the end. At least that's what I think. <laughs> yeah, you have to tell yourself that. Otherwise, you just go into a spiral of like exactly. self-doubt too much. Exactly. Everyone needs to just believe in themselves. But yeah, so that was really good. Well done, Lil. I'm really, really proud and pleased for you. And then the next story is honestly so wonderful. It made me smile so much. So it's from Holly. And she shared that her 84-year-old grandma has just finished writing a book and she's been working on it for 15 years and she's just got an offer from a publisher which oh. 
It's so brilliant. That is so cute. Isn't that I mean, so I love cute? old people so much anyway, but like just hearing stories like that, oh. And can you imagine 15 years of such hard work and it's finally happened for her and yeah. getting a book published, as you well know, is no yeah. mean feat. It is hard. So I think it might be on my bucket list one day. I don't know when and I don't know what I'm going to write about, but it's one of those <laughs> dreams that you, you have. But I think yeah. Holly's grandma is going to be so proud and so is Holly, like when she holds that book. Yeah, the actual book. And it's, it's amazing. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Is it about life stories? I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. I should ask her, shouldn't I? Yeah. Imagine if it's just about something really rogue and really exciting. Yeah, something crazy. Yeah. So I thought that was lovely. And it's very apt because you recently, yeah. over the past year, published and collated a book. And you've mentioned it already, it Dear Audience. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like it's coming back. So it yeah, <laughs> tell us a little bit about it. So to anyone who hasn't um, heard of it mm -hmm. can you just tell listeners what it was and why you did it sure. and maybe what's happening absolutely so me alongside my business partner Danny um, he's a photographer first and foremost um, we kind of like hit a spot in the pandemic so we we have a company together uh, and we launched it in January 2020 which was you know literally just before everything went downhill and the whole way through the start of the early pandemic we were like what can we do like we're just at home we need to do something yeah Danny's always wanted to do like some kind of photo book um but a lot of the pictures that he takes hold a lot of copyright issues because they're either backstage with costumes and just things that cause you know issues and stuff that we just didn't want to kind of delve into yeah um so we were like why don't you start from scratch let's make some sort of coffee table book um that kind of celebrates the arts in a sense it is a photo book it's not really uh it doesn't have a lot of words um but it does feature a few letters from people who have worked like throughout the past year and just sharing their experiences um to the audience which i love and the letters are so touching and honestly some of them just made me cry because i just thought Aww. this year you know what i mean just as a whole was crazy like before um but hearing the letters from people and just like them talking to the audiences just really just hit me in the heart yeah um but it is a photo book first and foremost and it is uh really nice like portrait photos of people throughout the whole industry so obviously we have a lot of performers in there but we also have like stage management wigs like backstage teams producers everyone that kind of makes up what the theater industry is um because danny and i aren't performers and stuff we're very passionate about the focus not always being on the performer yeah. and you know that happens a lot um a lot of other teams are very like unappreciated and they don't get yeah. that kind of time to just you know put themselves out there and have a light kind of sh um, shone on them absolutely so that's why we were like if we're going to do it it can't just be about performers it has to be about the entire industry as a whole yeah um, there are so many so, people that make the cogs turn in this oh industry goodness, so much and in a way and i've always said this if you have let's say a good producer you don't know they exist because nothing's gone wrong so they're just doing all of this amazing work and their name will be that's out great. there but they don't get the same celebration and the same promotion mm -hmm. that people on the stage do Absolutely. and actually it's just as hard and as you never see it like in press releases or anything like nothing you know it's usually just like the top the top people like the performers yeah. and the you know maybe the person who's producing it or whatever you never really hear about everyone else that works on it and I feel like definitely in the past year with a lot of online stuff um you know people have to rely on these people a lot more like the yeah. marketing teams and the social media and the videographers that are producing this online content um whereas before maybe you know they didn't have to they weren't really at the forefront of it all but they're the people that have made this online content and the yeah. stuff that has been successful in the past year um, so yeah, we definitely wanted it to be a celebration of everyone and not just that that group of people that are always having their name kind of 
out there there for the praise yeah it's such Um, a real homage to the industry and it's such an achievement and it's a real like celebration of everything over the past year and it will be something that you can look back on in years to come and be so proud of and I think did you also raise money for applause for thought the mental health charity yeah that's so good wanted to um give some sort of money to charity when we were doing it yeah um but I didn't want to just give money to organizations like acting for others yeah um because i feel like as much as i want to give the money to them so many people have raised money for them this year yes. and it's a lot of the smaller organizations that are still doing incredible work that uh, you know no one's thought, even thought about them yeah um, and raf who uh, runs the organization we used to work together so as soon as danny and i spoke about charity i was like i want to give it to her i can see the work that she's doing that it's actually helping people that i actually know yes um, and I feel like she deserves to have that boost to do whatever she wanted to do with, you know, with the company and take it to a new level. So yeah, um, yeah, I was straight to her and I was like, we want to, we want to give any of the money that we, you know, raise that will be for it's you. It's such a so, brilliant charity. I'll link it all down in yeah, the show notes. But mental health, particularly in the arts, but generally, is obviously Absolutely. so important. And last week, I think it was actually Mental Health Awareness Week, and. Yeah. It's something that affects so many people, and not many people actually speak out about it. Absolutely, but yeah, yeah in twenty twenty, like people's mental health have probably just gone through the absolute, you know, yeah. worst it can be. So yeah, like Rafa, the work that she does, and they do a lot of like courses to get people um, able to be like uh, certified, like mental health first aiders and things like yes. that, so that more people are able to then you know, work in the industry and offer uh, help and assistance when they can, which I think is amazing. So Yeah, they're such a fantastic charity. And it's so lovely that you can give a little bit to them as well in this very cool project. So everyone should look out for it and any announcements to come. And a lovely selection of news. Uh, So many people have written in with really nice things and really tiny things or really big things. And I would love people to keep doing that because it makes me smile so much and we can celebrate one another because even if you're not doing so well, if someone else is doing great, then rather than being jealous you can be happy for them because everyone's everyone's time will come Um, let's just spread the good news i mean there's been so much bad news oh my goodness we don't need any more bad news i need positivity positive vibes that's from myself or yeah from other people listening to other people's stories so yeah exactly great well let's move on to stories from the news so This is very exciting because this week there's been lots of nice stories in the news and large scale events have taken place, restrictions have been relaxed, people can now go inside for the first time since October. I think it was October because it was before that weird November lockdown. And a personal favourite of mine is that everyone can now hug one another if they're comfortable with that which for me is fantastic news. I am such a hugger. I know some people don't like it. So even now we'll be like, I would rather not hug you. Let's just (laughs) separate. But are you a hugger? Do you like hugs? Oh, I'm a hugger. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like with the industry as well, like loads of people are like that. So when you meet someone for the first time, like even if you don't hug them when you first meet them, by the end of that conversation, you're giving them a hug. It's just what it is. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. I never got into the weird elbow bumps yeah the elbow thing's weird and I just feel like now it's just so awkward because when like yeah you know not that I would ever necessarily give someone a handshake but sometimes you know I guess in a professional capacity 
and then you're just like oh what what do we do that awkwardness is actually worse I know I know I am a real hugger and I didn't think I was but I've been really craving and missing it and I read an article it was a little while ago now but it was about the science behind hugs Mm. and genuinely if you're hugging someone that you care about so normally friends or family not so much a stranger but I don't tend to hug strangers anyway probably not advisable in the current climate um but uh you get hormones released and I think it was dopamine and serotonin maybe and so genuinely scientifically that's why we love and crave hugs and we've been missing them so much for so long so I hope that everyone can enjoy safely if they want to hugging friends and family because I can't wait when I see my friends eventually (laughs) (laughs) big bear hug exactly Uh, but as well as hugs there's been loads of other nice things and lots of test events have been happening I'm sure you've heard about them Um, and so obviously it was the Brits last week mm-hmm. and that looked like a real success. And yeah, it looked well, it looked like good. And I was, last year I was able to be part of the test event at the Palladium. Oh, were you? Um, yeah, because Palladium's my front of house job, you know, oh, great. Palladium's my one. Um, and even just being there that day and having that test, it was such like a moment. So to see how far they've come now um, with doing like the bigger event, a bigger events such as the Brits is it's amazing and I'm, I'm so like thrilled that it actually went to plan and yeah and there were four thousand people and they were all unmasked yeah. and not really socially distanced and i know someone who went because she's a key worker and over half the audience were key workers yeah, yeah. which is lovely but she said that it was just electric and it felt I kind bet. of normal like normality and yeah. everyone had such a good time and i think it was just a really important event anyway not only because of the buzz but because a lot of people had their first time performing for a really long time there were amazing speeches i don't know if you read about them oh, or yeah. saw them little mix but, I'm like, yes all <laughs> i'm all here calling out sexism brilliant yeah. and dua Lipa as well who yep. demanded the pay rise for nhs workers which yeah, that was a lot of good ones this year. there were and strong year and stuff which needed to be said and I was like yes absolutely go you so I think it was a really great night and hopefully there'll be more events like that to come and that was a real success so fingers crossed for more but have you read anything else positive in the news or just everything I've said and more all the things I know I try and avoid the news a little bit now just because like I do think it really does have like a negative impact sometimes yeah um like I always feel like find feel like I'll find out the information I need to know like if it's something really major like even like a family member will tell me or I'll find out probably on Twitter yes <laughs> that news is like enough Twitter is enough for the news you know 100% agree because um, sometimes yeah and the mainstream news is just so negative and there's a lot of positives that are going on with it all like I read the other day on Twitter that they had registered like no covid deaths like for the first, for the first time. time yeah since, like july or something which is amazing but like people don't speak about that they only speak about like the number of deaths or yeah, yeah exactly well um, i made a point of looking at only kind of positive websites so there are quite a few of them actually there's positive news there's the happy broadcast there's lots of inspiring websites and every week they do have some really cool things some of them are really wacky um but there were a lot of other things this week which are much smaller so one of them was if you're a keen vodka drinker i read about a startup that's producing sustainable vodka from depositive atmospheric 
carbon. Love so that. they convert CO2 into ethanol in the same way that plants photosynthesize. So <laughs> maybe the future of vodka. I read that. And I read about some animal news. I read that South Africa have made a really big move and have finally banned the breeding of lions in captivity Amazing. for trophy hunting. And also pandas. I don't know if you like pandas, yeah. but they're no longer an endangered species. So oh, I love that. yeah, it's there's so been <laughs> lots of little things that have. Yeah, and I think that's what we have to focus on. Just those yeah. silly things. Yeah. Because otherwise, you just like like life can be depressing as is. You know, especially if you if you're applying for jobs and not getting them, and all these other you know elements of life. Then hearing all bad news, it's just too much for one person to handle. Yeah. Agreed. And I also think that at the moment, everything can be a bit overwhelming. So it is really exciting that everything is opening up and people are getting their lives back. But equally, there's this sort of pressure to Mm -hmm. go 100% again. And so many people have been basically stuck inside for a year. So it's fine and completely normal for some people to feel a little bit weird and overwhelmed and anxious about everything. And I think that's completely important to acknowledge. And Yeah, and it's each to their own, you know, it's like however you feel is how you feel. Like, you know, no one can tell you any different from that. Exactly. If you feel like you're not ready to go outside, you're not ready. And like I say, I probably would have been the same had I not been lucky to have worked so much last year and been out and about and still like doing stuff um, with like people. But I probably would have felt similar. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that really helped me now being this year because I've already kind of experienced that. I'm going back and forth to my front of house job because we were open, we were closed, we were open and closed yeah. like, all last year. So I was with like a mass of people, I guess. Exactly. Um, if I hadn't have had that, I probably would have been the same. Exactly. So it's whatever you're used to. And some people will be absolutely loving life with the biggest, busiest diaries and others won't. (laughs) And no matter what you're doing, you're doing great. So (laughs) we're all we're all living through this pandemic and getting there. So it feels hopeful. The end is near. The the, The end is nigh. I hope so. The tunnel is still long, but the light is there. Exactly. Just look for the light. Exactly. Exactly. But it's been so nice to chat to you today. And thank you for all of your joy. And you've got a lovely smile. Oh, oh, thank you. (laughs) I love smiles. I'm a little bit obsessed with teeth. And that's a really weird thing to say. And I know that because I always get lines on the side of my eyes. And I'm like, that's a smile line. (laughs) I'm exactly the same. And yeah, whenever someone has a really big smile with lovely teeth, I'm just obsessed. (laughs) In any pictures, if I have a picture, I have to do this whole teeth thing. Yeah, exactly. I just can't, otherwise I look just not even like me. Oh, well, you've made me smile a lot today. And yeah, it's so nice to hear your news and congratulations for your job and for dear audience. And I can't wait to hear more. And also I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, but you have a podcast on its way at some point. It's coming. Um, It's going to be called The Career Hour. I was going to say that now. It's going to be uh, heavily focused on careers in the entertainment and arts industries specifically. Um, Finding out how people got to where they are. Um, Coming from a very passionate, like when I was like 15, I was like the most passionate person ever. I was so ambitious. Um, And there just was never any tours on like how to get to that end goal. Exactly. Um, Just nothing. And you know, the opportunities that I had then I was very, very fortunate. I've done a lot of work experience, but those opportunities don't come around as much now. It's a very, very different world. Um, So I just want to chat to people and just find out what their journeys have been. Through the good, through the bad, I want it to be candid. I want to talk about the industry as it is because it's not all like, you know- Sun and roses and sunshine, yeah. Exactly, there are some like annoying things and things that will happen. Um, But in the hopes that people will take that experience and listen to that and then have that thicker skin if they do want to step into the industry. Yeah, Uh, because it's amazing it can be amazing but you know I just want to 
tell the truth. Exactly. Like, oh, well, I will be sure to shout about it and everyone Thank can know you. that it exists and I can't wait for it. Yay. I'm such a podcaster. Yay. I absolutely love more podcasts, the more oh, the merrier. So it's really great. But yeah, lovely to see you and I hope and you have you, a good rest you. of your week and enjoy Thank some you. freedom. Oh, praise. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you. Bye. The Happy Home with Heather. so much for listening to the happy half if you've enjoyed today's episode then it would be amazing if you could give the podcast a little rating and review and please do share and tell your friends and family and check out the happy half over on patreon where you can support the podcast for as little as two pounds fifty a month so basically less than a coffee But thank you so, so much. And thank you for listening. And I will be back next Wednesday with another special guest. And this one is particularly funny. So I hope you have a lovely week and I will see you then. The Happy Half was created by Heather Conder with help from Fon, who you can find on social media at Fon Music. Bye for now. (laughs) 